the Soul Coaching Oracle Show with Hannah Yamaya. Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Hannah Yamaya, your Soul Coaching Oracle. Name is Stay Ashe. Merry meet to all of you guys. And we are here to do part two of sexuality. What's love got to do with it? And today I have some new guests, an old guest. And we have a lot of voices, a lot of opinions today. So you guys stay tuned, join in, listen to what everybody has to say because today we are going to be lit tonight. So I want to send you guys a whole bunch of healing, a whole bunch of healing energy, a lot of love and light. Um, Come back after these messages because Hannah Yamaya, Yamaya, your soul coach and oracle, will be back with more of sexuality. What's love have to do with it? That she got, that she got, that she got, yeah. Uh, I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen, yeah. Uh, that's just my queen, uh, yeah. Since she hold me down, she eating, yeah. I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen. And she's running over here, and she's running over there, but she ain't going nowhere, nowhere, cause I'm her king. Uh, yeah, that's just my queen, uh, yeah, that's just my queen. Uh, she good for life, she rolling, she rolling. And she ain't with Hello. All right, you guys. So I am Hannah Yamaya, and we are here today. We're talking about the part two of sexuality. What's love got to do with it? But today's podcast is also about sex, and we're also talking about relationships and how to master relationships using the law of love. Um, so, can you guys tell me um, how you guys mastered? The relation, rest of re, your relationships in your life. We can start by anybody that want to talk first. Uh, so, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Juan or Jay or uh, Jay Man, as I'm known on Facebook. Um, I've been uh, practicing for over 20 years. Find me at the Sentence of the Moon. Um, when it comes to relationships and mastering them, um, I think the more you get to know yourself, the more get to know your partner and really like the, the definition of how you know who you are is how you also get to kind of know your partner around you so that's kind of one way that I feel mastering you know the self and looking into you can really help you truly love another person and yourself right yes what about you Miss I'm still working on mastering. I'm not even going to sit here and say that I've mastered the relationship because I've mastered myself. But, you know, certain people that you meet, they don't have the same mentality as you. You know, some of them don't have the same principle goals and then some of them got them. You just got to form them. So I would say I don't think the relationship is basically built on sex. I think it's needed to be more of mental, more than mm-hmm. sex, a little more. Um, yeah. Because I think you can just get a man in the world in the bedroom, and if his mind ain't on the same thing as yours, own, you just really just give him that good for nothing in return, in a way, you know. Regardless if he is getting you off, you can always make yourself come too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would think that 
relationships had to be more than just sex. It's got to be an understanding. It's got to be more of a communication or where when y'all talk to each other, someone has to know not to speak in anger first or when someone, the other partner gets angry, to speak positive into the relationship. Even if it is a friendship, it's still a relationship if y'all just sleeping around with each other. So there's going to be, I think it's more of a mental and physical kind of thing. Yeah. So um, one of the quotes that I came up with this po- for this podcast um, is by Rami. Um, R-U-M-I. And he said, your test is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against love. Um, and one of the things that I always say is the universe is conspiring, conspiring to break you love from the moment you wake up to the moment your conscience dozes off into this peaceful slumber at night. The universe is always at work. It acknowledged like the hundreds of thousands of things that are conspiring for you. So the, the sun shines despite a cloudy day bringing you life. Okay. Um, and the and the air you breathe has been billions of years in the making, which allows you to see miracles as living on this life, on this earth. So the trees lot live to grow to give you oxygen, feeding your body with energy. And the full moon comes time after time, influencing the tides, so you can swim in the ocean's playground and the clouds separates and sprinkles a dawn for a beautiful glimpse of a rainbow that reminds you of the extraordinary experiences when it comes to love. So you can see how how the challenges and the obstacles and the problems that are brought to you as the opportunity to learn and to grow and to love. And a lot of people, as if you, and I'm not sure if you guys listened to my last episode of part one, that, you know, um, we talked about that we, you know, is love has many definitions um, in this society now. People put a definition to love, um, and everybody has a different definition. So my definition of love wouldn't probably be the same as J Man's, or your definition of love wouldn't be the same as mine, Sky. Right? That's true. So we experience a revelation regarding world events that once seemed evil and horrifying um, and view them as a wake up call for all humanity to come together in harmony. And we share, we share tears of joy knowing that if something doesn't feel right, you can act or you can change it. And a lot of people just act upon the things that doesn't feel right, especially women because we are emotionally creatures um, and we get emotionally attached to uh, the emotion when it comes to intimacy to you know sex and I'm not going to say just females I know that some males do have get emotionally attached to the emotions of sex um, I would like to hear Jay Man's point of view of that well I had a pretty like healthy view on sex my mother always told me sex is for love mm-hmm. so I kind of view sex in that kind of form um, also with practicing witchcraft, you know, the grand right symbolic is an act of sex and it's supposed to be one of the holiest rites that you can do in witchcraft. So to me, sex is, you know, the act of creation or the act of destruction because it can be used to 
nurture somebody or it can be used violently to destroy somebody mm-hmm. so it's kind of like this primal force of creation and generation or destruction and kind of whatever face you want to tap into it but uh for me i mean they gotta be worthy you know to connect and to be with you in that kind of sense right you know right. if this person's gonna touch your soul it better be the person that's you know missing or at least this is my sense don't get me wrong like there's a lot of friends that I have that I would call them kind of like sacred whores and I love them for it because <laughs> you know they're out there doing a service man and they're providing love and they're healing and they got their own magic and their own kind of spiritual energy that they're working with so I don't know sex is such a powerful thing that it kind of encompasses destruction and creation and you know everything in between but to me it's sacred it's very sacred um one of the things that I believe is that the primary relationship that we would need as far as sex is the relationship within. Um, and all other relationships are the projection and the reflection of your ability or inability to love. First and foremost, the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself. A lot of times I tell, and I know J-Man has heard me tell a lot of my clients and most of my audience are women of, of the age of 25 to 40, that when you are masturbating, masturbating is a, a way of releasing. It's a way to get to know yourself, not just mentally, but, you know, physically. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do feel like that that is a way to bond with yourself as a woman or as a man. Masturbation both ways. Men and women should masturbate on a day-to-day basis. And I believe that that is a part of sex magic when you are becoming one with yourself. Do anybody disagree? No, I agree fullheartedly. I totally agree. Right. So, all... I do question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, I understand this masturbating thing, but I do have a question. It might be a little bit outside the box, but you know, I'm going to ask. So, you know how you're masturbating and you know how we, we, I will, I, on the other hand, when, if it's anything I'm masturbating, I think you're supposed to manifest in that time. Um, money, uh, financial, uh, greater things, the new beginnings. I was told to, when you masturbate, manifest, you know, better during that time while you're manifesting you know learning yourself you know whenever doing that I think that you can also call something else when you're doing that to your partner correct let's say if you're in a relationship and you're masturbating to this person I think you can mess with their mind by doing that uh, you need to ask J-Man I, to be honest with you <laughs> I can't believe that that is kind of like sex magic I mean you know there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me on this and that's fine because you know their opinion but uh to me like yeah you mess with their mind and you know if you guys have studied the seven hermetic laws you know that one of the laws is to whether it's your will or somebody else's it's you know openness of being influenced to me i kind of don't look at it like any different than me buying some person flowers or a piece of jewel to influence their opinion of me you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like this is just another form of you trying to connect with that person now i agree this form is a lot stronger and it is a lot you know powerful but if that person really don't want to be with you and you like it's just not your destiny i mean you got to get through their ancestors to connect with them if they got some strong old ancestors and you're over here trying to cast on them you're still gonna have to get through them 
and their soul is gonna fight it off. But I mean, at the end of the day, this is kind of like, I'm okay with doing stuff like that. Like I'm married <laughs> and I do love rituals and spells on my love life all the time. Yes. Just because in my opinion, that keeps things healthy, that keeps the energy going, that like is healthy for everybody. You know, when it comes to co making connections through masturbation, um, whenever I got something that I do want to connect to, grabbing dirt from a bridge from both ends, because that connects two pieces of land into one, you put mm -hmm. that in a circle around you and you masturbate towards what you want to connect to. Yes. And that's wow. by what you're trying to connect to. But on the on the side note that... I love his energy. Even with the, you know... Thank you. Note, you got good energy too. Sorry, man. Doing, doing the manifestation while masturbating, um, it's great. But one of the things that people fail to realize is that, you know, masturbation and sex is not just about the other person, okay? Um, there is inner work, you know what I'm saying? Because some people use masturbation and sex as a copingism, okay? Mm -hmm. um, you can do that? Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't it make you like a nympho? It's, um, do you mind if I jump in, Hannah? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to me, like, it, it's all powerful, but there definitely is some true power when you're working with the self towards, you know, masturbation, uh, whether that's getting to know more of who you are, you know, if somebody tried to do abuse to you and you're able to, like, reclaim your power through masturbation by going inward and seeing what you decide that you want and calling your power back and the energy yes. that you want. Um, looking within if you're having problems with a partner and you guys are just not mixing sexually very well it probably is good for you to masturbate with yourself and sit with yourself and call that kind of uh, Venus energy to you to see what's going on with the love and stuff like that so like yeah it can be used for master for manifestation right but you're right there's so many powers to masturbation masturbation like, not, energy. Not, yes not only that it's, it's the inner work is to heal basically that's the connection between you and your higher self um every relationship that you encounter is the ultimate mirror that reflects the opportunity to create and to grow and to evolve and a lot of people don't have that opportunity they don't give that self their self the opportunity to do that you know what i'm saying um most people go jumping from relationship to relationship dick from you know on jumping on dick to dick pussy to pussy um, relationships now relationships are the platform for learning and for your spiritual growth it's kind of like a sacred a sacred space to observe your limited beliefs just like we talked about how love has many different um definitions right mm -hmm. there is many different misconceptions conceptions um of the level of self-worth uh when it comes to love um, by paying close attention to the people that you're attracting, the entangle, the tangling with that you're entangling with, um, the interaction that you're having with people in your life. Um, one thing I say that before we even intertwine with people sexually, you know, because I do feel like that sex is a energy transfer. Transfer. We have to gain clarity and understanding of our deepest and our purest desires within our heart. Because to be honest with you, if you are not, if you don't know who you are as an authentic human being or a, a authentic solar beam or whatever you want to call yourself in the spiritual world, then it's going to be hard for you to um, be able to accept what is there in the sexual realm. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. 
because yeah. a lot of times we not aligned when we are having sexual or sexual intercourse with many people that that comes with that out of balance and a lot of people in this world from 2019 shit 16 to maybe 25 to 30 are out of line out of balance and, and, and not in alignment with their bodies because they have not created that relationship with their self not just mentally physically or spiritually but also sexually I also think it's important to kind of remove the Christian stigma that's been put around sex. Yes. You know, instead of it being as a dirty, shameful thing, it should be seen as a divine, honorable thing for us to kind of explore and engage in with. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Go ahead, J-Man. Tell me how do you think that should be the escape? Something well, you know, like, so many people suffer with sexual abuse and you know we- okay I'm gonna hang up and call you right there you go all right okay, no <laughs> worries. hopefully she'll get that figured out soon <laughs> yeah. but um you know so many people go through sexual abuse and they hide it because society kind of carries that shameful stigma and they usually victim blame and like there's a whole thing around sex where it carries this kind of hostile dark energy and this dark perception you know especially with women you guys are kind of the you know norm is to be pure to be chaste and to kind of be this pure maiden that you know comes in with this guy and so I think these standards are super harmful and they kind of ripple out sometimes into the magical community. Yes. Just yes. because I've seen some people really resist other people talking about sex magic and their sex workings. And I think that it should be an open platform. Yes, it you should. Know. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. Uh, but uh, you were talking about uh, manifesting with sex, correct? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to manifesting with sex and using magic with sex, we do have something called the Grand Rite Symbolic and the Grand Rite. These are two really holy ones. One is done through the symbolism of finding a yoni and a phallic and uniting them. The other one is where you physically, if you're able to do this safely, this is not like something that you do anywhere. This is pretty much done private if you're able to, you know, find a partner or a group that you're comfortable to do this around. Mm-hmm. If you're able to get that, you know, don't be doing grand rights just because some guy tells you. I guess before anything, you know, be careful with predators in the spiritual community because they're out there. If there are. I feel like that the most magical and mysterious, luminous and mystical concept of the universe is love. Um, and one of the things that I do, I do feel like that love guides all of life. It prevails, it heals, it surmounts, and it insurmountable, and it makes the seemingly impossible possible. A lot of times people long for and they seek deep inside of our hearts. They want the love and that most profound level of the soul, but they don't know how to accept it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. So the way that I saw that, uh, this exercise when it came to knowing people, I had to choose someone that I like, and then I had to choose someone that I dislike. And the exercise was to just look inside of both of them. Uh And with the first one, I was like, oh, well, she's a sweet person. And the other one's like hateful person. And I just had to keep going deeper and deeper. 
And once you got to the core of both of these people, even though you don't like one and you like the other one, you realize that they both want to give and receive love. And you know, this is at the core of everybody. Everybody wants to give and receive love. We all want to be engaged with that energy. Um, I did ask when I was getting these lessons, I was like, well, what about, um, you know, rapists, sexual offenders, pedophiles, all of them, what, you know, does this apply to them? And their response was that their love gets corrupted. Mm-hmm. You know, because you want to give and receive love does not mean that it remains pure. That it's up to you to work on that love frequency. Right. It, it can go into a really dark and destructive and dirty place if you're not careful with it as well. Right. Not only that, I do feel like that um, that birth is a part of that that sexuality in birth is all creation and it does restore harmony a lot of times some people does not reveal their authenticity when it comes to sexuality um in in the last podcast Jay man we talked about how some people are not they're not um open with their sexuality how they're not allowing themselves to unveil their authentic nature in which is they uh, strip away the love that they have as how sexual they are. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because then it becomes self-hate and it becomes, you know, kind of this destructive energy. Um, see, this is what I'm talking about with the stigma around society. I think people do this because we are so weird about sex and mm-hmm. have many, like, restrictions on it and people like to kind of judge when it comes to that. So I definitely do think People do that because they're not accepted and it's not something that's kind of the normal and stuff out there. Uh, right. Not only that, it there in our modern world, we break the old paradigm and the stigma of restricted love and relationships. And in the United States of America, we made history. Did you know that they legalized, they legalized same-sex marriage in, on June 26, 2015? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a giant leap for us in the United States. You know what I'm saying? It, it, came, it gave us equality. Um, it gave us acknowledgement of the true love, the true value of love. Um, you know, love transcendent gender, age, race, freeing you from your own self-imposed, restricted, judgmental rules about how love or the entitlement to it. And we have a lot of entitlements to love nowadays because people are not okay with who they are. Yeah, definitely. It, it also reminds me of when interracial relationships were illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just kind of shows how love has progressed and how it has moved on. Um, another thing that I think is so important is talking about not just using, you know, sex energy to manifest, but I think you hit the nail on the head. That should be your healing, your nurturing, your power energy. That is such a like power base to call and to bring to you, and I think it should be used for that. It should, it should. Despite the you know, despite the technical advancements in the world, our combined universal knowledge as species, we struggle to you know to allow these in the spiritual world, the realm of relationships. We 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 struggle to talk about um, sex in relationships. Um, and there seems to be no rhyme or reason or no logic or no book that has solved the world relationship issues. And there is a lot of issues revolving around relationships. Men bashing women, women bashing men, you know. Um, universally, mankind is still at war with itself 
over the definition of the importance and the integrity of love and sex. Yeah, I definitely so happy that we're kind of awakening and people are waking up to, you know, broaden their view and just be more in depth about what sex truly is and what it isn't, taking out a lot of misconceptions out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think definitely for sure, as we kind of come into a new age, there is going to be people that are resistant towards this new change and towards people being more socially acceptable of sex. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good progress. And, you know, it is a double-edged sword as with anything. There's pros and cons that come to it. But right now, we live in a society where it is taboo and it looks pretty shitty already. So it I'm does. okay. You know, I'm okay with trying this new way just to right. see what will happen. Right. Not only that, this time, this the time has come to look at if you're listening to this podcast right now, look at your concept and your misconception about love and sex so that you can release what is no longer serving you and begin to create from a blank canvas and painting a life full of love. And love is, there's three levels of relationships, okay? The ego's demands to know, what is it in there for me? And the interrelate standpoint question, and what is it in there for us, okay? The synergic, the synergic, um, ask what is it in there for the highest good so if we let go of traditional concepts of relationships for the expand and we allow our our consciousness to expand and we release what we feel or what we think we know about relationships or what we were taught about relationships and love and sex then we can focus on the authentic love within us the lover within us and we were allowing that, you know, allowing sex to be a part of our spiritual practices, um, to flow to flow freely into our relationships. It's the ultimate method to achieve further expansion of the consciousness when it comes to sex and love. Um, and this will help you find your perfect match. What serves mankind and the universe is the ultimate fulfillment of love. Even though we're all different and we're all different individually. And we all have a purpose individually when it comes to love. We all have a role in this world. And what serves one can greatly differ from individual to individual. So it's not for you to judge someone else about their sexuality or what they do in their relationships. But merely to work on yourself to find your own sexual expression. Your own loving expression. So when you fully embody the essence of who you are, who you are, or who you want to attract, life unfolds instantaneously, okay? Um, And just like Miss Sky said that, you know, relationships is not just about sex, but primarily it will be sex in that relationship. You get what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, definitely. You know, I know it is a big thing in our culture, but the, you know, it's up to us to strive towards more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to achieve a more depth understanding of our partners other than just a physical level even though I feel the physical is the doorway yeah. you know, a lot of people get stuck just in the doorway the pleasure and the good feeling and all of that that's just a gatekeeper to keep you distracted from the true knowledge and the true wisdom that is in sex and is in like this kind of energy mm-hmm. you, you think explore with yourself explore with your partner if you have one as long as it's two consensual adults then like there should be no problem um i also think you know 
for those of you that do masturbate and that do practice that kind of relationship with yourself, grab a rose quartz and just masturbate to yourself and say, I am, I am love. I love myself. I appreciate myself. Name wonderful things about yourself. This is one of the powers of sex and love, you know, and if somebody has taken a piece of you, if you've gone through a traumatic thing and there's a bit of soul loss of you out there, you can try to call that piece back to yourself through this. Yes, yes. So, y'all, we want to take a break, um, and we'll be back, and we will be t- um, on the next set on the next segment of this um, episode. We will talk about the law of attraction um, in sexuality, um, how the law of attraction plays a big part um, in relationships and sex and love. Um, so, stay tuned. Um, I hope J Man come back and we can talk about this, um, and we will be back. That she got, that she got, that she got, yeah. Uh, I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen, yeah. Uh, that's just my queen, uh, yeah. Since she hold me down, she eating, yeah. I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen. And she's wanted over here, and she's wanted over there, but she ain't going nowhere, nowhere, cause I'm her king. Uh, yeah, that's just my queen. Uh, yeah, that's just my queen. Uh, she good for life. She rolling, she rolling. Pretty little girl's a hard worker, but she know how to turn. And I want to thank Jayman for joining in today. So as we were talking about, I was telling you guys that we were going to talk about the law of attraction and how we can use the law of attraction in our love life, in our sex life, in our relationship life. And welcome back, Mrs. Sky, with your interruptions. <laughs> I apologize about my interruption. So it, they came from. Go ahead. Six. <laughs> um. <laughs> They come from the sex life. This is about to talk about sex. That is one of the things that come from that. <clears throat> go put that out there. So I want to go ahead and give you a moment to tell everybody about your business, what it is that you do, how they can find you. Um, if you want to go ahead and talk about that. I have run oracles. I've run, I read, I'm sorry, I run oracles. I read oracle cards. I do oracle readings. Sky Oracles Empire on Facebook. Um, my inbox is always open. I do free and paid readings. I'm setting my page up to get um, go live throughout the week. And I also do book readings to where they can just inbox me and I'll we can do it privately where nobody knows their business. Mm-hmm. And there's a Sky's Oracle Empire on Facebook. With a with the zero, not a O. With the zero. Right. So um one of the things that I want you guys to know is that um when you fully embody the essence of who you want to attract, okay, life unfold instantly. And I said that in the last segment. Um, that it is a divine law of the universe to have that which you are basically using the law of attraction which is the giving name for the maxima like attracts like which is the new thought philosophy is used to sum up the idea that by focusing on a positive or negative thought a person brings a positive or negative experience into his or her life so with that being said 
if you are attracting and you're speaking negative about a man that you're with and then you go about and you say well I love him and he got this and he got that but then you go around and tell everybody that his dick is little you just spoke into existence that the sex will be bad for the rest of your life I think that's true so I feel like since you say it that way I feel like now I need to just fix my words more whenever I do get a little frustrated I'm not gonna say angry I'm gonna say frustrated because you know how we get frustrated as women and we just like you get on my nerves I'll be ready to wring your neck sometimes you know what it happens right so I think I'm gonna start talking real positive but it, it sometimes it does bother you as a female when you start talking good about somebody and they ain't acting right and stuff you be ready to hit them in the throat so I do understand but right. I feel like we gotta be strong and just hold that and kind of like that's my man I'm gonna stand beside him like you know just gotta keep our composure sometimes but right. because in the quake of physics the law of attraction teaches us that thoughts become things I'm reiterating that your intentions, your impulses, and your inner inner vibration selves are continuously attracting your circumstances and experiences. And furthermore, the evolution of self at large, of mankind. Basically saying that anything that you say, anything that you speak, anything that you do will be what you will experience. Mm. Okay. I think so. I think most things that I go, yeah. I would say yes. And I think at times whenever we see things that's already coming to us, that we already opened our sexual body to that person and we know where things is going, we tend to want to rush things. And I think that's something we need to stop doing. But I think it is a such thing that I think some men do stop like not having sex for a while to get their things in order. Like if they feel that they got a lot on their mind, they're not sexually aroused. Right, yeah. And that that's the work that remains the same. A lot of people give up on love because things are not going their way. And this involves decluttering your life from chaos. Mm-hmm. Miscommunications, clearing up clearing it clearing it of anything that is not what you powerfully desire. And a lot of times we desire things that we wasn't ready for, okay? So if you are in a relationship right now and you are finding yourself in uh, a entanglement or a situationship or something that is complicated, you have to let go of all the past relationships and people who clearly are not the one for you so that you can communicate to the universe your commitment and you stop sending mixed messages to the universe and stand in absolute clarity of what it is that you want in your relationships, mm-hmm. in your love life, or in your sexual life. So if you de- if you desire, you learn how to hold a sacred space for divine love to emerge and to be received. So the first thing you must do is you must become the love of your life. You must love yourself first. Knowing yes. that love only comes from a source within and radiates with radiates out and reflect from the one. That first step to doing that is waking up and discovering who you are, how you relate to what does and what does not occur in your relationships. For example, I'm a person who gets upset when my partner is late for our dates, or I am a, I am someone who enjoys being intimate. 
you want to decide and choose if you wish to continue being who you are in a relationship for example i do not wish to be someone who's getting upset when someone shows up late i do wish to be someone who enjoy intimacy step two you got to reprogram your thinking and the ways of being through meditation expanding your consciousness speaking affirmation visualizing intuition and mindfulness mindfulness command your subconscious and the subjective mind and the universal law with the conviction of your heart basically saying you gotta let go of the things that you thought love was supposed to be some of us is living in this fantasy world where we think love is supposed to be not bad but all good there's no such a thing. No, love is bad and good because you got to take the bad with the good in order to make it better. It's really, I feel like, I'm sorry to cut you off. I mean, I just, go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like that supposed to go together. Like, if you ain't in, you're not the person, the person that you're trying to encounter is not you. Exactly. So, of course, they're not going to have the same mind state, same thoughts, same everything as you. It takes time to understand each other. Hell, like I might want my bed made every morning. My man might not. He might want to mess the bed back up. I might want to fix it again. He might want to be waiting until we get get in the bed to fix the bed. It's all about compromising. Right, right. But I feel like I just feel like it goes with that both both in hand. And then it's all about compromising. Just like say if you are intimate person. Your mate, your male might not feel like he want to get aroused for thirty minutes just for a nut, and he got all this shit he got to do when he get home. Right, right. Run the yard, cook the food because you can't cook, or he got to do all this stuff around the house, and sex is not on his mind. Right, but I just feel like you, sometimes a man wants to be raped too. Right, but you have to align the truth of who you are. I like and how the you laws just- of the universe is as you practice being authentic and transparent while staying in harmony and peace but we also have to follow our bliss so one of the things that we have to do is start affirming by creating our life purpose statement what is which is your daily practice basically living your truth loving without limits and how you love without limit is the law of love the law of love says love informs creations and the law is the internal mechanism of life that guides all things to order harmony and love if the creative process is inverted to create chaos harm or disorder this law will bound its effect love is an expression and expansion of spirit your higher self through desire in terms of creation through you as you and all of life is designing to awaken the self to greater love so you have to practice loving without limit and that is something that these people in the in this new age does not do. They don't love without limit. They don't know what unconditional love is. And I realize that being someone who is an unconditional lover. I love unconditionally, regardless of what has been said about me, done to me, or anything negative. I'm an unconditional lover. I don't hold grudges. I hold a lesson or I'll hold the hurt. I don't hold the hurt or hold the lesson. That's always been my saying. But I'm an unconditional lover. And I realize people don't know nothing about that. They don't know how to be someone like that. They got to be mean, evil, and bitter. And they just got to have like this, some kind of energy that's negative that they want to hold to make them feel like they're somebody tough. 
don't know that when you are unconditional love, you can smile at that negative and still feel amazing. You don't have right. to have hate or anger towards anybody. Right. To feel like that higher source. I'm an unconditional lover and I have that higher source. I have that higher energy. I have that higher power. I have that healing energy. I have that nurturing energy to fix anything that I pursue. But you can't pursue everything because some things don't want to be healed. Some things don't want to be fully happy or fully unconditional love. They don't know what it is. They feel like it's a setup. Right. Or you run into something like, hold on. This sounds like a setup. Right. So there are some questions that I always ask myself all the time when I feel like that I'm loving with a limit. When I feel when I'm mad at my significant other. Um, and, and to be honest with you, um, I'm going through something right now where my significant other and I has been separated where he's locked up and I'm here. You know what I'm saying? So we have to learn how to love without a limit being in a distant relationship without any touching without any feeling without any sexual healing we are at a place where this is a test for both of us you get what i'm saying so i ask myself and this is something that you guys can ask yourself um when you are at a place in your life when you feel like giving up on your significant other when it comes to sex or when it comes to their loyalty or when it just comes to them as a human to what extent do you feel unconditional love for yourself? One thing that Mrs. Um, Sky said is that as air signs, she's an Aquarius and I'm a Gemini, so we both are air signs. We do love unconditionally. Um, and I can tell you this, my question, my answer to that is I answer that on the rate from one, not at all, to 10, yes, completely as 10, because I love myself unconditionally. Um, because I know that I'm worthy of love and I'm worthy to love anybody. Yes. And I think we have trouble with other signs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the moment I'm having trouble with this one sign that me and you always talk. We always try to figure out what, why isn't it an air sign? Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's a water sign, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's, it's really all signs. And it's, it's really not just the signs. It's the mentality mm-hmm. attached to the signs sometimes. Because I've met an Aquarius that was everything. And his mentality was just like, you think like that? And it was just like, we cannot be friends. Like... It was just like, that is the, a negative energy and anything positive that you're trying to do is a no. So if you're trying to have this sexual encounter, you are to take sex and use that as an unconditional love. If that's the person that you're... But I'll, I'm going to pause myself too, Miss um, Yemaya. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there are men, older men do do that fasting when they're, they're pursuing a woman to see if she can go without sex. Well, to see how she's going to act without sex. What like you're going because through right now, you know what I mean? Like you're all separated. I have to learn to love without a limit of sexual touching and all of that. I believe men do that as well. I mean, and that's fine though. That. I know a lot of women that does it too. You yes, I am one. One of, the, one of the questions that I always ask myself is do you embody that which you seek? Meaning, do you attract 
what you seeking are you doing are you the person that you want to be with basically saying if you telling somebody that if you are speaking to the universe that you want a man with a job and a car and a house and no kids but you have no job no car and no house and no and you have a whole bunch of kids then you are not attracting who you are okay right but if does the person that you attract have to match you fully or in order for you to be able to be on the same page as someone it doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be with someone that has everything that you do uh-huh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i think that basically what you said in the last segment is that compromisation is something that needs to be done so if your man doesn't have a job and you have two jobs but he have a car and you don't have a car then that means that you have to compromise not saying that you have to settle but you have to allow yourself to be able to push each other to want better. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. the next question is, do you stay open and minimize the projection of your fears and limited beliefs in your relationship? A lot of women out here project luggage. They bring, they they pass relationships into their new relationships and their new relationships never work. Why? That's true. Because you should never put your, you should never bring your past relationship into your new relationship. You should never bring nothing that happened in your past into your new relationship. Because the past is the past and this is the present. We are moving forward and not moving backwards. So, for those of you that is listening to this live today, I want you to live without no limits. Okay? No. No limits, no limits to loving someone. I really totally agree with everything you're saying. It's like everything that we're just podcast about was just basically me touching notes on everything that I needed to touch notes in my mind when it's dealing with anybody or another person. You know, when it comes to the sexuality, I am going to say this. I think sex is more powerful in a lot of ways that we don't think. It is. Sex is not just a... a And I think some of them... Sex I think some men are learning it too. Sex is not just a physical thing. Sex is a spiritual connection. And when I mean it's a spiritual connection, I feel like that in order for me or any woman on this earth to have sex with a man, you have to be connected with them spiritually, not only spiritually, but mentally, not only mentally, but also physically. There is a connection somewhere in the spiritual realm, um, also in the physical realm, that will allow you to attract them. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end this segment. Stay tuned for part three of Sexuality, What Love Got to Do With It. I want to thank you, Miss Scott, for joining this segment. Thank you for having me. Have a blessed and a lovely night, and I'll talk to you guys later. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Especially when the lights off, we do our thing. That's why she my queen. I swear she worth more than treasure. It should do whatever. Makes no sense to leave without her being by my side. What's the point in rolling if my queen ain't in my ride? Reaching for the wheeler, helping close a dealer. Looking like a boss in the kitchen, cooking meals up. That's my baby. Oh, yeah. That she got. Yeah, uh, I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen Yeah, uh, that's just my queen uh, Yeah, since she hold me down, she eating Yeah, I don't mind that girl, that's just my queen And she's running over here, and she's running over there But she ain't going nowhere, nowhere
cause I'm her king uh, Yeah, that's just my queen uh, Yeah, that's just my queen uh, She good for life, she rollin', she rollin' It's the Soul Coaching Oracle Show. Have a good night.